grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And our text today is from Deuteronomy chapter 5 where we find the Ten Commandments and God tells the children of Israel who are wandering in the wilderness as Moses come, came down from the mountain, observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as the Lord God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day it's a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On that day you shall not do any work. Dear friends of Christ, it's a funny thing about little children. They don't seem to understand the value of sleep. They don't understand the value of rest. And they don't want to go to bed. And when it's bedtime, oh, they fuss and they pout and they cry and they'll, all kinds of things can happen. And, of course, they fight off that sleep. They fight it off until literally they're passing out. They're so exhausted. Parents, on the other hand, especially parents of little ones, they long for rest. They seek rest. They take a nap whenever they can. Uh, physically, our bodies need rest. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. We know our bodies need rest. And our bodies need rest every day. When we're talking about the Sabbath, we talk about rest. And so rest physically has to happen every day. And what's true physically is so many times true spiritually. If our bodies need rest every day, then what do our souls need? Daily rest. We prayed that in our, in our prayer for the day that my soul would enter daily into God's rest to find peace for my soul and forgiveness. And that's the Sabbath, keeping the Sabbath. is isn't just a Sunday thing. We need rest. Our souls need rest just like our bodies do. Unfortunately, many people don't realize that. They wake up on Monday morning and there's no Sabbath. Matter of fact, I would say that many Christians wake up on Monday morning and don't even remember Jesus. And they go throughout the whole day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And they forget about Jesus Saturday. No Jesus. Sunday, time to go to church. Maybe you'll remember Jesus on a church day. Maybe you'll find rest once a week. Most people ignore the needs of their soul. Most people tend to be like little children. They don't want to hear the Word of God. They don't want to study it. They don't want to learn about you, Jesus. They're too busy to rest. But God, our Heavenly Father, tells His little children, remember the Sabbath day. Remember to worship. Remember to study. Remember to dwell in Jesus. To find rest in forgiveness. Remember to find rest for your soul. Remember who you are and what God has done to save you. Remember who walks with you throughout the day. Remember who guides you throughout the day. Remember who is the Lord of your life, the God of the universe, the Savior of your soul. Parents make their little children, when, they're, when they need rest, make them sleep. Parents make them go to bed. However, God encourages us, His children. And He encourages us to rest 
spiritually. Now, he's not telling us to fall asleep like we tell our children to fall asleep when they're physically tired. When our souls are, are, when our souls are, are physically or spiritually tired, God says that we're not supposed to fall asleep. That's what many people think. That when it's time to worship what I need, and when I get exhausted in my life, and, and life just beats down on me, and, and we've got things going on, health problems and concerns, and my soul is weary and my soul is burdened, what I need is sleep. And so they go to sleep and they don't come to church. Many people do that instead of dwelling on grace and sin repenting and walking away from sin and coming back to Christ for forgiveness instead of doing all those spiritual things many people just tend to fall asleep spiritually fall asleep they don't even want to go to church on Sunday they don't want to even find rest once a week why because it's their only day to sleep in They're only day when they're not busy enough, only day to find rest. And so they'll care for their physical body, they'll give rest to their physical body, but completely ignore their spiritual need for rest. Isn't it interesting how mature adults would never deprive their body of sleep? When you get sleepy, you make sure there's time. We know we need rest. However, when it comes to resting spiritually, when it comes to feeding our souls, when it comes to coming to a Bible study, when it comes to worshiping the Lord, we ignore the need. We're like little children. We don't want rest. And our Heavenly Father reminds us, remember the Sabbath day. Don't forget the rest. And so that's our theme, finding rest in Christ. Little children don't seem to get it. Rest is necessary. And as adults, we don't seem to get it either. Spiritual rest is necessary. God made it one of His Ten Commandments. It was so necessary. Matter of fact, in His commandments, He tells us some things. He says, Do not kill. Thou shalt not kill. And we say, okay, I'll agree with that. It's not good to kill people. That's a bad thing, right? Logical, makes sense, don't kill anybody. And then God says, thou shalt not steal. We say, okay, I get that. You can't take other people's stuff. It belongs to them, not me. So don't steal. Logical, right? However, when God says, observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, it's like that goes whoosh, right over our heads. We don't get it. It's like a parent telling his child, it's time to observe going to bed. And the toddler doesn't get it. But rest is important. The word Sabbath means rest. And you remember where we get this idea of rest from? The Old Testament? How God created the world in six days, so He began creating on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then on Saturday, He rested. On the seventh day, God made a Sabbath, a day of rest. 
And God wants you to enter into His rest. He wants you to rest in Christ. And not just on Saturday. He wants you to do it every day. The writer of Hebrews describes his spiritual rest. Listen to his words. Be careful, brothers and sisters, that none of you develop a wicked, unbelieving heart that turns you away from the living God. Do not harden your hearts like those who rebelled. Okay, so who are these that rebelled? Who were were these of the rebellion? Well, these are those who were led by Moses out of Egypt. And remember the the ten plagues and, and the parting of the Red Sea and all the miracles and the Passover and all that that took place as God with His mighty hand led the children out of oppression from the hand of Pharaoh and the people entered into the wilderness only to disobey God. To turn away from him and build a golden calf. And because of their stubborn unbelief, because they didn't believe in God's promises, he made them wander in that desert for 40 years until every one of them, except for a, a few of the faithful ones who had kept God's word, died. They died as punishment in the wilderness. To which the writer of Hebrews says, All those who Moses led out of Egypt rebelled. They were the rebellious ones. They didn't keep the Sabbath. They didn't find the rest. God swore to them with an oath that they would never enter His place of rest. Speaking of the promised land. The promised land, the place of rest. They would never enter it. He was speaking about those who had disobeyed Him. And why, they couldn't, and why couldn't they go in? Because they didn't trust Him. The Israelites wandered in the wilderness and they died because they didn't trust what God said. They didn't think what God said was important. They could do things their own way. They could be what they wanted to be, do what they wanted to do. And as punishment, they died there. They never entered the promised land. They never received what God promised. You getting the connection? The promised land? What does it mean for us today? This whole thing of Sabbath. Well, God has given us a promise too, hasn't He? Hasn't God promised you a promised land? It's heaven. And unless you enter into His rest, you will not make it to the promised land. You'll never enter in that land of promised rest if we refuse to believe in His promises of salvation, refuse to feed ourselves. And the Sabbath rest. The Sabbath rest is all about believing in the promises of Christ. The Sabbath rest is all about entering into the seating arms of Jesus. It's all about when you're burdened, when you're troubled, when you're wearied, to find rest for your soul, to cling to Christ for guidance, to know your sins have been washed away, to trust in His promises, to enter into His blood, enter into the eternal covenant, into the eternal testament, into the eternal promise that He made for you through the blood that He shed on the cross. The Sabbath rest is all about having our sins washed away cleansed 
in waters of holy baptism. The Sabbath rest is all about receiving His body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins, for the renewal of our souls. Now you can come to this table in just a little bit and receive His body, receive His blood, and walk away and get nothing. But that doesn't mean you receive nothing. It meant your heart wasn't ready, wasn't prepared. It meant you didn't take time to examine yourself before you came to receive this body and blood for your, for your healing, for your strength. To know what's going on. His body and blood given and shed to feed you that you might find rest for your soul, strength for your life to endure through this life of sin, through this life of difficulty and pain. This meal feeds our souls. This meal restores us spiritually. And the Sabbath rest is all about giving our sinful and guilty souls spiritual rest. You're in a good relationship with your Heavenly Father. He loves you. And even though you struggle with all kinds of sins, And so God commands that we seek a spiritual rest. And we don't just do that on Saturday anymore because Paul told us in the New Testament now things have changed. There's been a shift. Paul tells us that we can find rest in Jesus anytime. He wrote, do not let anyone judge you with regard to a Sabbath day. So if God doesn't want us to observe the Sabbath day on a Saturday anymore, why are we spending so much time talking about it? Why is this Sabbath rest thing so important? Well, the elements of this commandment, there are some that still apply to us today. While your heavenly Father does not tell you when to rest, He tells you that you definitely need it every day. Spiritual rest for your soul by setting aside time to worship Him, not just on Sunday. Set aside time for your Lord throughout the week. To remember who you are. Remember who you serve. Remember what he's done for you. Remember his promises. And why do we do all that? Well, for the same reason that God wanted his Old Testament people to find rest. For the same reason why he spent a whole day. Because our Father loves us. Because our Father cares for us. But we have a problem. We think we know better than our Father. We think we know better than the Heavenly Father. We act like little children. and We defiantly, defiantly say, I don't need rest. I don't want it. Get plenty rest in my life. We get all spiritually crabby. And then we sin. We might think we know better than God. We might think our souls are okay. That we're all right. Don't need rest. And we might think, I don't have to go to church either. However, when a person says something like that, it reveals the sin in their heart, doesn't it? It reveals something dark there. It reveals that they see worship. They see a praise God. They, they see praising God as a burden. Drawing near to God is a burden. This defiance to rest is a sign that there's something wrong with their relationship with God. It's sort of like when you let a child know 
that you're going to go over to somebody's house. And that child says, Oh, do we have to? That child's telling you something. I don't have a good relationship with that person. On the other hand, if a child can't wait to go to someone's house, that speaks volumes about their relationship, the good relationship they have with that person. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes people think that they're going to church to win points with God. They say, well, maybe I'll go to church once a month or I'll go to church twice a month. That should be good enough. It's as if they think somehow that they're doing something for God. Listen, God doesn't need your worship. God doesn't have some kind of fragile ego that's broken if you don't come. He's God. He's a creator of heaven and earth. He won't be crushed if he doesn't hear regularly how great he is. God does not need our worship. But God knows that we need spiritual rest in him. It's a tough world. There are bills to pay, deadlines to meet, health concerns, laundry to load, groceries to buy, worries about our children, our family, our job, our kids, retirement. There's pain in our joints, there's pain in our heads, and there's sin. That ever-present weight of sin that bears down on us. The angry words we speak to our family members. That lack of attention we give to our children or to God. The disrespectful dialogue that children have with their parents. And those sins, you know. You know those sins that you struggle with in your life. God knows them. And that's why He knows you need rest from all those sins, from all that brokenness. He knows you need rest, and that's why He sent Jesus. And that's why Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you Sabbath. Come to me, all you who are weary by life and burdened by sin, filled with guilt, and I'll give you peace. I'll give you rest. And that's why we come to this place. We need to hear about Jesus. We need to be reminded Lord, do you still love me? Jesus took our sins upon himself. He he took them to the cross and nailed them there so they wouldn't bother us anymore. He was punished so that we might find rest. We need to be reminded every day of the gracious God that we've been set free by the blood of Christ, that we're his children. We're enslaved to sin no longer like the children of Israel were no longer enslaved under Pharaoh. We have been set free. And we come here to be reminded of the reality to rest. And that's why God said, observe the Sabbath. Observe. The word observe literally means to watch over something carefully. 
Now, if you've ever been a best man at a wedding, you know what it's like. You know, they give you these rings, and they tell you don't lose them because it's going to be an important part of the ceremony. And so you put them in your pocket, and as a best man, you're constantly checking, are they still there? Because you know how valuable those rings are. You know how important those rings are going to be. And so all day long, throughout the day, as the, as the wedding is getting closer, you're observing the rings. You're paying very careful attention. Our time with God's Word is valuable. Our time spiritually with Him is important. And God says, watch over it. Observe it. Guard it carefully. As I look around the sanctuary this morning, I realize how many things are going on in each of your lives. Things that keep you from Sabbath rest. Your duties, your jobs, your obligations. And that's why for so many of us, we only find time to seek rest in Christ when there's nothing left on the calendar. When the calendar's free, then I can rest. That doesn't even make sense, does it? That can't be the case. You'll be making choices. And you'll need to make choices, some of them difficult, but make choices. Don't let the things of life draw you further away from the Lord. Take charge today for your soul. Keep the Sabbath. Keep the commandment. Make it a priority. Give rest to your soul the same way you make sure you give rest to your body with the same dedication. Why? Because the Lord Jesus cares for you and wants you to find rest in Him. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.